right off the bat. Right. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're way too excited. <laughs> nah, fuck, it's going to be a good night, man. We feel it. But uh, how you doing, man? Pretty good. Doing pretty good, man. It's weird because like, we've been talking off the mic, and then you just start over. It's like, yeah, hey, how right. you been doing, by the way? <laughs> yeah. Don't even think we really ask each other that. You know, you start talking. Right. Oh, but yeah, everything good? No, everything's been doing good. Just been keeping busy, you know, keeping up with this, uh, my job and the wife and kids. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and same old, same old. Yeah, but work, But we're man. here tonight to solve all the world's problems. Heck yeah, dude. That's right. Really, at least educate, you know, educate ourselves a little bit more, you know, right. in conversation. That's what, that's really what I'm into more than anything these days. Oh, you yeah. know, as I've been trying to, like, open my mind, uh... A little bit more to things and like you know read a little bit more and really kind of pay more attention to historic facts and been reading a lot about uh you know the native americans the yeah. history of native americans and wildlife in america north america and just uh you know always trying to learn more man you know like i'm just at that stage of my life where right. i think it's like i never paid attention in school you know yeah. and now i'm just finally mature enough to be like you know i want to learn more about I just you know so there's so many per- perspectives in the world of, right uh, yeah, you know and uh, it's cool to the more you can know and sometimes I just think is makes life interesting oh yeah absolutely man gotta absorb the knowledge you yeah, know but one thing I came across and that's kind of why I actually text you this yeah and said we should talk about this in a segment and I thought there was some angles that I wanted to take on it but I was also really interested to get your opinion on this is uh, I came across the the incident that happened in Waco, Texas. Right. What was the gentleman's name? Do you uh, know the guy who... David like, Koresh? David Koresh. Yeah. yeah, and he had like this... The uh, Branch Davidians. The Branch Davidians was of Waco, of Texas. Thing, okay, yeah. yeah. And so everyone knows how that unfolded, right? Right. And it, and it went, you know, just the worst possible imaginable thing happens. And this makes national news. Uh, and I know that uh, actually there was one before that that I I had never even heard of, but it actually did make national news as well. It's called Ruby a Ruby Ridge incident, you know, right. or what do you call it? That's basically yeah. a, a raid, I guess, right? Uh, yeah, it was an ATF raid on on Randy Weaver. Yeah, yeah. so uh, so I guess there's there's so many angles you could take in questioning, you know, something like this. I think that from my standpoint, when I look at them, it's like it's those events are tragic. Oh, yeah. You know, and and I was so young at the time. I don't remember those things happening like live in the flesh. So I'm I'm looking back at them all t- in hindsight's 2020. Right. So much more information probably about them, you know. Yep. But uh, you know, it, it seems like that in both of those situations, they were kind of uh, whether you agreed with those people or not, like whether you agreed with their perspective of life or not. And whether they were, they might have been breaking laws, in which case they maybe needed to be brought in. Right. But the way that those two events were handled was like extremely forceful and I think scary to the public eye of America, like of Americans. I think they were actually major wake up events at the time. I didn't realize how big they were. Right. You know, how much larger they were. Oh, I mean, Ruby, uh, Ruby Ridge and Waco. They kind of sparked the, uh, you know, the 90s militia movement. Uh, <clears throat> that really grew out of those two events. You know, a lot of people saw that on the news and really sympathized both with uh, Randy Weaver and with the Branch Davidians as well. You know, and, and like you said, even if they didn't believe necessarily the way that, that they believed, they, uh, they, they sympathized with them in the sense that they saw the action taken by the ATF as being extreme. Yes. You know, the way, the way they went about enforcing those things. I mean, in Randy we- uh, Weaver's case, that was pretty much entrapment. Yeah, that know? was the Ruby Ridge. I mean, yeah, that was it's... Ruby Ridge, you know, where they uh, they basically tricked him into, into cutting down a couple of... Uh, Shotguns. Uh, shotguns, yes. Cut down, he cut the barrel off of a couple of shotguns because an ATF, an undercover ATF agent uh, got him to do it because he knew that he had some metalworking tools at his shop. And so, you know, I'm sure Weaver probably didn't think hardly anything of it, you know. I mean, yeah, back then, you know, money. back then yeah. it was, that was before the Internet and before everybody, you know, you could just look up 
what was legal and what wasn't, you know, but yeah. you know, he probably didn't even realize what he was doing was was a felony, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm sure up. he definitely didn't think what he was doing was going to get him in that amount of right. situation, yeah, exactly. you know, where he exactly. was rated in that way. Yep. And uh, you know, there's a couple of things I noticed too is the way if you look at the way the media and again, hindsight's 2020, but the way the media portrayed those situations in real time really shows how the media is used to draw a narrative before oh. they ever really try to really get to the bottom of a story. Just That's just one, one note that I took in my head. The question I really have, though, in this is uh, at what line, you know, at what line do you cross, like, if you're a religious person, right? Mm-hmm. Like David or... or uh, <clears throat> Randy Weaver, one of the two, either one, or, or anyone else for that matter. I'm sure there's other people right. whom have this, as long as you don't hurt anybody else. You know, which again, in Waco, maybe there was speculation and things. I don't I don't really know enough about all that. But right. either way, I think it was excessive. I will say that, no matter what. But but what line do you cross? Because like, look at the Amish uh, in, in uh, Pennsylvania. We were talking about that earlier. It's like, right. they live up there, they live a different life than most Americans do, obviously. They have their yep. own convictions and it's all cool. And that's like awesome, you know? Right. That's the way it should be, right? I, I think I, I think that way anyway. <clears throat> that, it's cool with me. Right. But so these people are religious and they have their, their convictions, you know, and at at what point at that conviction are they considered to be now a radical of the state? You know, like right. what what drew these ATF officers and stuff well, to that and uh, first off, the ATF wasn't there to enforce it. Uh, initially, they were there because somebody gave them a tip that the uh, Branch Davidians had a store of illegal machine guns. That's why the ATF was there. Uh, Did they? Yeah, they had they had fully automatic machine guns in there. No doubt, you know, no doubt about it. <laughs> you know, they they used them in the in the uh, the raid. You know, yeah. to defend themselves during the raid. Uh, you know, I I see no problem. I have no problem with them having machine guns. You yeah. know, I'm a Second Amendment guy. I'm, I believe in the word "shall not be infringed," and I don't I don't see the word uh, "machine gun" in the Second Amendment. You know, yeah. I know that's that's silly to say because they didn't have those. But yeah. but uh, it's your perspective, yeah, yeah, that's just my perspective. Yeah. But anyway, uh, if if the ATF can have machine guns, then I then yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. You know, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe that's an opinion that's fair to have. Right. Know? I don't know. But uh, anyway, the, the, uh, the fact the that they were, yeah, <laughs> right, we got a little off track there. But the fact that they were religious zealots didn't even really come to light in the public eye until until, until you know the, the the siege was already on. You know, yes. after the initial gunfight for the initial raid, uh, and. David Koresh really hammered this home when he wanted to, one of his terms that he said he would give everybody up if they allowed him to broadcast his religious manifesto over the uh, television and radio and whatnot, which he did, and I've listened to it. It's uh, it's pretty much about 45 minutes of just rambling. I mean, there's really no point to it at all. He doesn't yeah. really, he doesn't really explain anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the, I mean, it really is like just rambling in my opinion. I I didn't hear anything of any value in it, but uh, but uh but he really hammered that home with with that move, you know. Yeah. That that really put him in the public eye as being like, dude, this guy was kind of nuts. You know, he was off his rocker, which he probably he was. I mean, he he probably was. You know, he had that whole compound out there where he had convinced those people, you know, he had convinced all these men to let him sleep with their wives, you know, yeah. and all this. I mean, it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. it, I mean, sly dude, man. You know, whatever, yeah. you know, but like you said, but like, I mean, was that all consensual? I mean, it, it apparently was. You know, it was all consensual. Well, I, I, actually, it, I, you know, was there he are forcing some, anybody to be there? I think there are some d- documented like complaints and stuff. There is another side to the story. For instance, yeah. I don't know how credible it is. Like, I have not dug that deep into it to to really know. Right. I just didn't know the historical, 
You know, that is hilarious, though. You know, like, you know, again, consensuality means a lot. But when it comes to kids, no matter what, even if their parents give consent, it's like, you know, I'm a parent, you know? Right. And I just, like, man, like, first of all, at a certain age, a child is a child. Their brain is undeveloped, you know? Like, it's not fully developed. (laughs) They can't really make some decisions that, so parental guidance is good but in a sense that like of ownership is not good because at a certain point their brain does get developed right and then they're like all of those things that they were building up while their brain was developing like that can either that makes or breaks the next generation of humanity you know so i think that that's why that that's in my opinion like well to my knowledge it was never uh, i'm pretty sure that uh the child care facility that took in the children from that from the compound uh, reported that the children showed no sign of psychological or physical abuse yeah you yeah know? well so i mean I, I mean hey that's fair that's absolute, you know, that's what i'm saying so consensuality is right. like a uh, that's a, that's that's that is big time i totally agree especially if no one's getting physically abused right. and plus a lot of a lot of them i do feel like i've seen interviews where they said we could have we could have walked out at any time yeah no we could have left yeah. You know, but so we say they're brainwashed by this person, you know, and we laugh about it. And right. it's like that kind of is it's what it seems like to the outside eye. Right. But these people are if they're willingly there, they're saying they're willingly there. Then can they not be brainwashed if that's the way we want to see it? That's our opinion right. of it. That's fine. But are they really hurting anyone? I guess is really the question. And if it's consensual, and no one's getting hurt. The answer is no. no. It definitely, 100%, does not deserve what it what went on. Right. You know, if you feel like David, that he needs to be brought in for questioning, like that is the, that's not what you believe, you know, that's not right. what, that's not what you're at, the actions you showed, you yeah. know. There's a hundred different ways they could have brought him in <laughs> without doing what they did, you yes. know. Uh, now, now, yeah. now, now, I think from my yeah. personal perspective, the dude's nuts. You know, right, like yeah, in my no, perspective, yeah. that, that's mine, nuts. Mine that's well. absolutely nuts. But, but it's you're talking about like where that line is Where's drawn. Where's the line exactly of, the, of those? And, and 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 here's the thing: is who is also designated the power to draw those lines? Right. You know, the ATF, obviously, right, and right. the FBI, and and where's their oversight when they make a mistake like that? No, oh, yeah. You know? Whoops, that's their you know putting out a public statement, you know. Taking pictures over the uh, the burning ashes of the compound they just burnt down, you know. Yeah. That's the, that, that that's their policy. No, for, that's for afterwards. You know, and I know that these people, they're human beings that go there. I mean, I'm not gonna sit there and just dismantle somebody that I have no idea who they are, what their history is, and they probably feel like they're doing right, but. Man, that's a big scar on law enforcement and just, especially like federal law enforcement in our country. And that's honestly, dude, that's freaky, yeah. is what that is. And Ruby Ridge is really freaky. And you know what? Also, it did is, you know, I thought about Ruby Ridge, and then I thought about what went on the past year through 2020 with the Black Lives Matter movement and like hands up, don't shoot movement and the defund the police movement. And I thought of, and I re kind of thought about some of these things because you have, on one side you have these people who are who are quote unquote you know uh, racist you know right. on the white you know I don't, I don't know if they were really white supremacist or if they were just like uh, like uh, white power white pride right. type of individuals right and uh, that's very controversial and I understand that yeah I'm not saying you agree or disagree it's just they didn't deserve like no knock raids to the extent they started killing people f- you know, just plucking people down in right. Ruby Ridge. Well, now you take the Breonna Taylor instance in Kentucky, just for one instance. You know, George right. Floyd. I mean, the dude was kneeling on the guy's neck for, right. You know, oh, just for what? You know, because you know, because the guy yeah. won't get in the back of the police car. I mean, that that was pretty senseless. It was in front of all of our faces. But right. with Breonna Taylor, it was another. It was a no knock raid, just like Ruby Ridge was sort of a no knock raid. And they're very. They come in at these weird times. It doesn't matter if they were committing a crime. If they were committing a crime, they needed to be brought in. Right. Bring them in. That's not the point. Is you cannot just go about killing people and raiding their stuff. Like if they wouldn't have came at that time at Brianna Taylor's place to come in and try to raid her boyfriend's place right then, 
right. she would have not gotten shot. Yep. That they absolutely deserve some accountability for that, for right. sure. And then like you know. That, but that's the last thing I really want to say on that. And I do want to say this, and this can tie us into our next segment, but I'll right. give you the word here after this, is that uh, Rand Paul, I really try to think of this objectively. Rand Paul is different than his dad, Ron Paul, who's really a, a godfather of like the liberty philosophy, I feel like, in right. our generation to a lot of people. And, you know, Rand is not his dad. And I, I, I never want to look at things like nobody's perfect. I don't agree with no one's gonna agree with everything anyone says, you know, right. or you know, so I but I will I will say that Ram Paul was uh he was he made the Brianna Taylor or or you know, introduced the, the, the Brianna, Brianna Taylor, Taylor Act, Act yeah. there in Kentucky and uh it did that whole situation kinda did change my stance on that because you know, you think, man, that boyfriend shouldn't have been into bad things, you know, but then you think, man, we all get into shit. We all go through times in our life where we just make humanly mistakes. Yep. We just deserve people to just no-knock raid everywhere anytime they want when they mm. don't agree. That's not a great... Pre- that's a, the worst precedence. Right. That's the very worst precedence to set. That should, like, not happen. And uh, we should all, as Americans, stand against that t- sort of thing, that type of behavior. No, absolutely. You know? Non-violent crimes like that, you know? Yep. That's, that's ridiculous. Whether it's gun or drug can make up those excuses like they had illegal guns yeah. illegal guns oh you mean the nuclear weapons that y'all? oh <laughs> yeah you mean the nuclear weapon that y'all you, you dug under the ground in Colorado in 1969 to try to find if that would be an easier way to get oil out of the ground for oil companies look it up yeah look that up that's called project Rollison you know Rollison Rollison with right. a U you know oh, okay and and just look look into those events and I I I like this is what this is where people these are like actual things that make people distrust and you could call things misinformation all you want you know when there's things that really kept happening in this country's foundation and I know hindsight's 2020 but you can still say that you have to learn from your mistakes understand them and you can also take the good things that you've learned you know that's right. how you continue to grow man you know, and, and you have to call out, like the FDA. The FDA has approved, like, the most, the worst, some of the worst chemicals and pesticides and insect uh, killer, and, and everyone dumps it in their yard. And they say, hey, it's just a little bit. I'm just killing this fire ant mound. Yeah, well, when 100 million people put it in their front yard, it's not just a little bit. That's yep. a very big amount. And that starts to add up over the course of time. Yep. And the the FDA approves this stuff, and then when the then when COVID comes, then they say, uh, you know, we're we're here to protect your health. You know, trust us, the CDC. Now, there's no way, right? Like you'd have to be foolish. You know, it's like well, look at this raccoon, dude. I keep trapping this damn raccoon. How foolish is this guy? Yeah. Oh, you know, just as foolish as we are, apparently. You know, it seems yep. like that with humanity sometimes. It's like, absolutely. I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not big on the institutions, but I. I'll, I'll leave that into you. I said I was going to give you the word on this, but we can kind of. Well, know, take the last it away thing I'd like to say, you know, about like the whole Waco and Ruby Ridge thing is, uh, you know, we can't uh, always the excuse for you know well, like with Randy Weaver, whose whose son got killed, his wife got killed, dog got killed. And you'll hear so many people, oh, well, he was a white supremacist. You know, that's yeah. all they have to say about yeah. that. He was a white supremacist, so fuck Deserved it. Deserved it. Yeah, fuck, yeah. Him, fuck his kid. You know, it's not the attitude. I don't usually drop so many F-bombs on the show, but, yeah. you know. That's the emotion. Point, that's the emo- you know, yeah. that, that's literally what they'll say. Same thing with, like, with David Koresh, you know. Oh, well, you know, he, he was crazy. You know, he shouldn't have had that, uh. You know, shouldn't shouldn't have had that cult going on. You know, they, 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 those guys were just nuts. You know, yeah. And that's a very dangerous way of thinking. You know, because uh, I mean, like personally, I grew up in the Jehovah's Witnesses. You know, I've said that on the show a few times. A lot ding of people, a, a lot, yeah, <laughs> ding dong, your religion is wrong, man. You know? <laughs> but uh, a lot of people, you know, have. Have called the Jehovah's Witnesses a cult. You know, you yeah. can, I mean, it's it's a popular uh, 
title for the witnesses yeah. that a lot of people will use. You know, definitely a punchline I mean, in comics. And they're a uh, they're an organization that doesn't really recognize. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like earthly, you know, government or anything like that. You know, they don't pledge allegiance to the flag or sing the national anthem, serve in the military, anything like that. Uh, but, you know, the state doesn't harass them, at least not in America, you know. Now, you'll never find a Jehovah's Witnesses with a stash of machine guns. <laughs> that, that might be a, a key difference, you know. But this country what, was, founded, was founded upon uh, basically religious freedom, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's, that's a premise that it was founded upon. But now, take that where you may today. You know, some people might look at that as a bad thing. Some, you know, but I mean, whether you like it or not, that's what this country was founded upon, really. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the, this country was founded upon the idea that even if you think someone's crazy, you still don't get to go over onto their place and kick in their door and, and kill them. You know, and you shouldn't be able to, uh, you know, we shouldn't have a government that does it on our behalf. You know, yeah. that's basically what they do, you know. that That's how people, that that's how I have to think that these people are thinking, you know. Oh, well, he was just a white supremacist. Like, so you're saying that if the state wasn't there, you know, to do it, would you have won, would you have walked over and went and killed Randy Weaver's wife and son? Yeah. You know, because he was a white supremacist, would you have done that? Yeah. No, you probably same, you same probably thing. wouldn't have, but you're okay with the with the state doing it on yeah. your behalf. Same thing uh, with Brianna Taylor and her boyfriend. Yep. Exactly. Same thing. It's no different to me. It's very similar. It is different. It's very similar though. They have parallels. Let's put it that way. It's not. It's not. It's not the same. But but the, it, it's it's a it's a massive overreach. And speaking of overreach, man. Um, you know, I'm telling you, last week we were talking about this, and I had seen some, some rumblings of it, but definitely the COVID stipulations and stuff are, like, being pushed hard and heavy. And they're being pushed hard and heavy in this way. They're doing it because they're trying to penalize people and shame them who don't want to get vaccinated. Yep. That's an obvious angle, I feel like, that they're taking. People are taking in the media and, and in, the, in the mainstream and the federal government right now are, are really trying to get people to get vaccinated and they've made that a popular opinion probably to some extent everybody needs to get vaccinated and uh, you know to the point where I know someone who whose employer asked them if they were vaccinated and and it's not even a private company you know what I'm saying and yeah. so uh to me, that like twenty years ago, that would have been illegal, right? Right. I mean, ten years ago, right? Like, and nowadays you can just walk around and just ask people if if they're vaccinated or not, or you know, uh, they're trying to penalize people for questioning a vaccination that is a year and a half old. Here's my thing. I'm gonna say it like this: I will expl- I will consider getting a vaccination if. And only if, and I will, and I will consider it. I'm right. not even saying I'll do it. I'll consider it. Yeah. If they fi- they figure out, because I know they have the resources to do so, the federal government, to figure out where this started, and if money from the United States was funded to help do this type of research. Right. And if it was, whoever did that should go to prison. Oh, well, and, they, and they should be punished for it. Fauci's already admitted that. And it, exactly. Yeah. My, <laughs> and, and if they do, then I'll consider starting to talk about getting vaccinated and protecting someone else because they keep doing that stuff. No one even talks about. They say, "Oh, look at these people who don't want to get vaccinated." Oh, because I don't trust you for all the reasons I stated above. And for right. the past twenty-four minutes, you know, we don't trust you. Yeah. Where where should we you know like right. draw, like where should we trust you in which way should should we you know what wh- where have we been given a good opportunity to trust the system right like what happened to social security you know yeah <laughs> for sure for, oh man you know with incidents like that 
you really you cannot blame people for being skeptical of the state, you know, and and uh, and the, big uh, business and big and, business and the collusion, and the of, collusion the of the two, which That's ties the, perfectly the, into uh, what I think was one of our next topics was the uh, the White House spokesman, uh, what's her name, uh, Saki? Yeah, so, yeah, Silent uh, P. Yeah, Silent P. Yeah, uh, but uh, she recently came out and. Dude, she should Dude, make that her uh, stage name. Oh, <laughs> Silent, Silent P. P. <laughs> right? <laughs> that is totally a stage name. I can see the album cover now, man. Yeah. I can see. <laughs> uh, hey, whatever you gotta do, uh, you know. She basically came out and admitted that uh, uh, that the White House is going in and flagging posts on behalf of Facebook. You know, this should be a real wake-up call to all the you know libertarian types out there who have defended Facebook's actions through this whole thing yeah by or saying any, anybody not any, even anywhere yeah, yeah all the people who have defended Facebook's actions by saying oh they're a private company they can do what they want do like you know what? no I'm sorry but when you when the White House is going through and doing your flagging and fat checking and all that for you you're not a private company. Do you know anyone in your life who like has never gotten on social media, like who hasn't been on Facebook? Like I have, yeah. a few, I have a couple of friends. Who yeah. Have, what is their reasoning for not? Have you ever asked them like, why don't you get on? Yeah, they, they just say? say they just don't want to get sucked into it. Basically, yeah, you know? yeah. They, I, they know how people get sucked into it. You I've know? also heard. People, I can't blame them. I have heard people say this in the past, and I always kind of giggled at it, and I was like, yeah, it's probably true, but you know, I mean, ride the wave. You know, that was right. always my way of thinking about it. But they always said, "Big brother, dude." Yeah. That's a big brother thing. Well, she admitted it with her words right there, whether right. She, whether that came out right or not. Yeah. That's what she said just yeah. now. You know, it so is exactly a big stuff. brother stuff. Should disassociate with Facebook and the fact that they have made it so invasive in our life. Like, it's hard to take off your phone. Like, right. they'll promote it everywhere you see. You yeah. know what I mean? They, they will... They put it in your life. It's tapped into people's iPhones when you get a new iPhone. Facebook apps just there. Yeah. You know, like they're in bed, man, with every large company. These 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 things are huge, and they're also run with the collusion of the law. Yep. That is that is 1984. You're right. It's yeah. very close. If it's not, you it's know, Orwellian. It's it's that's not good. Mixed right. with all these things, and then but then it's like. Here, take this vaccination. Trust us, because what she, what they're talking about too, is the vaccination. They right. don't want misinformation to get spread by, about the vaccination. Yeah. No, let it. Let all information get spread about the vaccination, and let people make their own choice. Let it both be there. People will go and they will read it all. Right. Make it available. Don't censor that you're right and everyone else is wrong, so only you can say something. Let yep. the facts be presented on both sides. Right. Why would you not? If you're well, not, not even necessarily the facts, you know. I mean, yeah, the questions, the opinions, and the questions, yeah. and the you know, that's exactly. freedom of speech, yeah. man. That's right. That's freedom of speech. But they know? fight this, you know. They 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 are the ones that really are fighting this and don't want it. And 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 going back to Rand Paul, that's why I brought him up earlier because he and and Dr. Fauci had a spat. Oh, yeah. This morning, did you see that? Oh, not the one this morning. No. Oh, you didn't see that. I haven't seen oh, the one this my morning. Gosh. Oh, dude, I'm not on top of it, dude. I'm go ahead and talk. Go ahead and talk about what you think about uh, just, about just, you know the Facebook thing with the White House flagging posts. That's just uh, that's insanity. You know, it, it really goes to confirm what a lot of the uh, conspiracy, you know, quote unquote conspiracy theory types have been saying this whole time. You know. Uh, and a lot of people are okay with it at the same time. I think that uh, a lot of people probably go with the with the opinion of, well, if you don't have anything to hide, then you know you don't have anything to worry about with it. And I've always thought that that's just a that's a ridiculous way of thinking. You know, that's like saying that if you don't have anything to say, you know, why should you worry about freedom of speech? You know, that that same mentality. If if you don't have anything to hide, don't worry about uh, privacy or you know. Getting, uh, getting, losing your job, getting your life completely impacted by, just by nothing more than your opinion. Yeah. You know, and that's just, I think that's ridiculous. And a lot of people have said like, well, that's not cancel culture, that's consequence culture. I don't know if you've heard that. Consequence one or not. for having your own opinions. You know? Yeah, pretty much. 
or your you own know? religion, or your right. own, just like we were talking about with Waco, and you yep. know, I mean, you know, there's a fine line there, and who creates it? I damn sure don't want it to be this collusion of these massive corporations and government that do not have people's best interest in their. No way, no right. way, do they? You know, yeah. they have their interest and their financial interest because at the end of the day, they want to make money. So this is a uh, real quick, and this is from C-SPAN. It's not real quick. I guess it's, you know, I'll cut it off. I won't listen right. to all of it, but we'll get into it, and you, we can watch it again after. But uh, this is from C the C-SPAN uh, edition here, and this is uh, on on the YouTube. Yeah. Is, uh, crime to lie to Congress, Section One Zero Zero One of the U.S. Criminal Code creates a felony and a five-year penalty for lying to Congress. On your last trip to our committee on May 11th, you stated that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And yet, gain-of-function research was done entirely in the Wuhan Institute by Dr. Xi and was funded by the NIH. I'd like to ask unanimous consent to insert into the record the Wuhan virology paper entitled Discovery of a Rich Gene Pool of Bat SARS-Related Coronaviruses. Please deliver a copy of the journal article to Dr. Fauci. In this paper, Dr. Xi credits the NIH and lists the actual number of the grant that she was given by the NIH. In this paper, she took two bat coronavirus genes, spike genes, and combine them with a SARS-related backbone to create new viruses that are not found in nature. These lab-created viruses were then to shown to replicate in humans. These experiments combine genetic information from different coronaviruses that infect animals, but not humans, to create novel artificial viruses able to infect human cells. Viruses that in nature only infect animals were manipulated in the Wuhan lab to gain the function of infecting humans. This research fits the definition of the research that the NIH said was subject to the pause in 2014 to 2017, a pause in funding on gain of function. But the NIH failed to recognize this, defines it away, and it never came under any scrutiny. Dr. Richard E. Bright, a molecular biologist from Rutgers, described this research in Wuhan as, the Wuhan lab used NIH funding to construct novel chimeric SARS-related coronaviruses able to infect human cells and laboratory animals. This is high-risk research that creates new potential pandemic pathogens, potential pandemic pathogens that exist only in the lab, not in nature. This research matches, these are Dr. Ebright's words, this research matches, indeed epitomizes, the definition of gain-of-function research done entirely in Wuhan, for which there was supposed to be a federal pause. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. This paper that you are referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain of function. So what was? Let me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its transmissibility to humans. Right. You're saying that's not gain of function. Yeah, that is correct. And and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that <laughs> officially, you do not know what you are talking about. Uh, okay, you get one person. Let's read from the NIH gain of function. This is your definition that you guys wrote. It says that science. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We will watch yeah. it. Later. I don't want to go too long, but it, it, it was back and forth that way, and yeah. it never really. Fauci got the last word technically, and it was. Uh, but Fauci did say something on the last word there that I wanted to say because I've already seen this. So, so again, right. uh, but he said at the very end, he said, he said, I have never lied, and he said, I have never lied, especially to Congress. Those were that like that's almost verbatim. Yeah. Look it up at the very end. We'll look it up again at, at the at the end. We will. But if you're right. listening to this, look that up. Where at the very end, and that says something to me. Like 
the way he said that to me, I saw that and I was like, man. You worded like emo- it funny. Yeah, yeah, very well. Like he could have made a mistake right there and just been emotional in the moment. I, I, I definitely give him credit for that. But to say I have never lied, like as a political scientist in your life, you've never lied. Yeah, that's a stretch. And then to almost come back the sentence right after and say I have never lied, especially to Congress. Like you just lied in saying that you've never lied. Right. For sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was that easy to just say, I've never lied. Yeah. So definitely worded that wrong. But the other thing that I noticed instantly, and no matter what, I don't care if you like Rand Paul or not, because I agree, politicians are a big part of the problem in this country. Right. And there's no doubt about that. So I'm not not here to, to pick sides one way or the other. Just here to see, like, that reaction is is actually great for the public to get to push into some of this power, in right. my opinion. And I'm very glad that Rand Paul actually does it because he pushes into the power and you get a reaction. You know if you get a reaction. And this was a hard reaction. Yep. He pushed back very hard. Rand Paul definitely pushed some buttons with him. And all when you look at what Rand Paul did, all he really did was read articles that they themselves were writing. Yeah, so he, he took was, their own words... Used him against him. Yeah, and so there's nothing to really... And then even when Fauci responded, what we heard right there, he said something like, uh, you know, there are uh, professionals who have, you know, said this paper is basically BS, you know? And it's like, yeah, but he just gave you a name of someone who said was... Like, he gave you physical information of people who said, like, you can look them up, who said that it wasn't, you know? Like, it's definitely a debatable issue. You know, and you should have to answer these questions better than just, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, that's not an answer to the question. Right. Like, it's, why doesn't he know what he's talking about? Because he's not a virologist, so he doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, knowing knowing that people are creating a virus in a lab and that that's really not a good idea. Right. If you really were to break that down, that's not a good idea. Yeah. And if that's being done, and that is indeed how this came about. Like, that definitely should be questioned. Oh, yeah. You know, for sure. Way more than the vaccine, by the way. Who's taking the vaccine and who's not. Yep. You know, I mean, that that's that's just a... Uh, you know, that's my opinion. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Better or for worse, you know? Right. But I did think it was actually quite quite hilarious how oh, Fauci yeah. came out. Because he even gets... He gets hard. He, he, he like, gets a little heated. No, he gets... It yeah. stays heated the whole time, too. You yeah. know, it stays that way, for sure. No, they were... There's definitely a, uh, I, I think that the power structure gets that there's a lot on the line, especially with COVID, because people are going to start demanding answers, man, more and more. Right. They, that's that's inevitable. You see with all the movements that are, are go- there's so many movements and different uprisings, small uprisings and larger ones and people frustrated with the system. Yeah. They're not, they know this. They know it. They yeah. know distrust is at an all-time low. And that uh, they stakes are high, and you can see it. You can right. see it, and you can hear it in Dr. Fauci's voice for damn sure. Oh yeah, you know. No, for sure, man. Uh, and it should it should strike nobody as any kind of surprise that they would do something like this. You know that they would release a virus, whether they did it intentionally or not. You know, is is I guess is up for. All the conspiracy theorists to uh, to debate. The, you yeah, know. was it the bat and the pangolin? <laughs> you know, but chaos really plays a lot into the way uh, you know established powers hold on to power. You know, I think that they really, whether they cause it or not, I think that they 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 like a little chaos and they like to uh, to use those moments of chaos to seize more power. And that's exactly what we've seen throughout the past year and a half now, you know. Well, of just, or uh, much, much, much longer. longer yeah, that. but I think it's been really like epitomized, you know, in yeah, this it's been with, with, to, with the yeah. uh, with the coronavirus thing. It kind of put it in front of everybody's face, where you couldn't even, you know, you couldn't ignore it anymore, you know, even if you were someone who well, just. Well, is, here's a, here's why I think that it, this time it's going to be a. It's going to be a real issue for them to try to lock people down and make people wear masks again. Because the debate is, 
even if I like you're a non like you don't want to get vaccinated. You're you're not an anti-vaxxer, but you don't want this vaccination. Right. For whatever damn reason, you don't want it. Okay. By this point, you know there's a vaccination out there that you can take. If you get it, and and you something happens to you, so be it. Then. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I don't want to wear a mask be, to protect you for damn sure. Like right. you're, you know, I got my vaccination. I'll get another one. Whatever I have to do, you know that. Right. That should be the attitude of some people, rightfully so. Right. You know that should be they, they're fair to have that attitude, right? And some people are like, dude, you don't understand. It's not a matter of anything. I'm not. I'm not getting vaccinated with this right now. Yeah. Like it's like it's a zero percent chance. Like you're you're sitting here saying like. Well, to convince the people who aren't vaccinated, what we need yeah. to do is like, look. There's no convincing the people yeah. who haven't gotten it. At this point, <laughs> at this point, really, I mean, the people who have gotten it have gotten it, and the people who aren't going to get it are not going to get it. Yeah. You know, there's really nothing. To, no variant is going to scare them into getting it. You know, no. In large you, part, you're right. And uh, I do totally agree with that, man. And, and uh, that's why it's just a... You know, it's it's really a, a silly debate in some ways. Uh, really, it's it's sort of an easy one for me. Like, uh, and I feel like that for other one for other people, it's probably the same. And I think that if they come and try to, we all might have different conclusions of how to get there. But one thing we do realize is, it should they shouldn't be shutting us down and telling us to put stuff over our face and like right. that's got to stop. Yep. That has got to stop. And no, I people are over that. Uh, people are over that. They're I totally plain agree. Plain <laughs> old yeah. over it. Yeah, and, and I think our our governor actually came out kind of and spoke out against it, which yeah, it's good to see, man. Whether you like him or not, or anything, it still impacts our life. What he says, no matter whether you like things like that or not, you right. know. It, and uh, I'm glad that he doesn't support that type of thing. No, absolutely. It's just. It's far past yeah. what it should have been, man. It, you know, it, it, they, you, you, things like that will always make people have more. All, again, more distrust. Yep. Oh, oh, two weeks to slow the curve. Yeah, I was just about to say, fourteen days is to flatten hey, the curve. Hey, nothing man. says nothing says trust me like fourteen days to slow the curve. And here we are. You know, what did they go? Almost a year into it. Yep. Pretty much for some people, well, six, seven months for sure. Yep. For most people. Just strict lockdown. Yeah, I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Trey, trust us, yeah. man. Yeah. Come on. Trust yeah. us. It's we'll always, help you, you know. <laughs> it's always the way they do it, man, for sure. You know, and, it's, and that's like, uh, like you were saying, you know, who gets to who gets to draw those lines, who gets to, you know, make these rules, and that's always the what it is with them as well, you know. Trust us to do that. Trust us to make these. Trust your representatives, you know, to uh, to make these rules for you on on your behalf. You know, just like just like people are okay with the state murdering some people on on their behalf. You know, that they're also okay with the state uh, enforcing whatever kind of regulation that they think is necessary. You know, on their behalf as well. Call you me know? crazy. Call me crazy. And you can call it the universe or God or the earth or whatever you want to call it. But I, I believe there is something much larger at work in this existence than the state. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's just... If that's radical, I'm sorry. Right. You know, like, I don't like... You schedule methamphetamines with marijuana. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And ruin people's lives for it. You know, that's another thing. That's just one of the things. Right. It's just one of the things. You, you know, you, uh, you create nuclear weapons while you tell people that they're radical for having a, a machine gun or a, what do they call it? Uh, what do they call like a, a an assault like a, style yeah. weapon or whatever? So, yeah, an, uh, an assault weapon, an assault yeah. rifle. You know, assault a, an rifle. An AR-15. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, you you know, so we so we we can't use uh, you can't have it an AR-15. You know, we can use them to go into another country and kill yep. people, and and there's no oversight in this. You know, right. like, and I don't care what other countries do. I care about my country. That's what I. That's where I am. You know. Yep. Like I don't care to fix other countries. Like they 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 we're battling this. You know, it's like, but it's a. Uh, 
It is, man, I'm, I'm telling you, man. Like, the war is in the information, you right. know, no doubt about it. That's the best way, because we can, people can, like, communicate. If you can communicate, no matter what side you're on, whether you agree or disagree, if you can communicate about things, then that's the that's a big part of the answer, I think. You right. know, and like with police and uh, like law enforcement, I think people want to live in safe communities, and I think especially now, you know, and but communities need to need to be in, in with their police. The police right. need to be people from the community. The they need to be one and the same. People police the community that they know, love, and live in, and. Yep. You know, that should be around the country. It shouldn't be this big federal... They shouldn't have to, com you know, all commit to some yeah. federal bureaucracy all or something. alphabet yeah. agencies. Yeah, yep. that's ridiculous, you know? I think that's out of touch. I really right. do. I don't think that is the best way we could operate as, as a society, you know? Yep. And so uh, these, are, these are... I actually like it that the status quo is getting tested. No matter if you like the questions, if the questions make you... If you agree with them or not, if you you're not always going to agree with everything, right? That you hear, it's just not the way it's going to be. Yep. But one thing you can't deny, and this is why you brought this up, and I did love this, is the conglomerate, the conglomeration, the 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 combination, the <clears throat> the gathering, the partnership of the state, the largest federal part of the state, the highest branch, especially yep, the executive, branch. the executive branch, and. The uh, well, what has become the highest? It's all supposed to be equal, right? Right. But pretty much, pretty much has become that way because it, it's in bed, and and really no, in the congressional branch as well, right. has become vastly intertwined with big business, the largest corporations, you know, and uh, they all these major corporations are in every country. They're really behind a lot of the cheap labor and the cheap goods and the pollution that leads to it afterwards right. and they're telling everybody that they want a great reset yeah and we should trust them again trust us yeah we'll help trust, you yeah trust those the same yeah. people who got us into the position you know have you ever seen the movie it <laughs> jesus <Yeah. laughs> you know <laughs> right quit taking the damn balloons <laughs> you know yeah, at some point you know man i do admire yeah. people who who want to like you know, move forward with cleaner energy, or who want to, on the other side, go out and live more simply in the in a cabin in the woods with their family. Right. You can call people like that radical, and if they hurt people and they do bad things, it, like everyone else, you know, yeah. under the golden rule, they should be uh, held to the same account. But if right. they're not, they can have their beliefs. They can do what they want. I I respect people actually like that that really do try to live for a purpose. I have a high respect for people like that, man. Yeah. I really do. Absolutely. There was a guy named Dick Prinicky. You ever Dick heard of Dick Prinicky? No, I haven't. Look him up, man. Yeah. He's, he, he never did anything like... Uh, I mean, he did something incredible and, yeah. and wild and something not a lot of people would do. But he never like was a big... He like wrote some books and he chronicled. But he went out in the Alaskan brush and like built a house out of like just what was out there. Lived out in the Alaskan woods and wrote about it. Right out in the Alaskan wilderness, man. Very, really? very interesting, and I think it gives people, you know, the Appalachian, the Appalachian Mountain men, the Scott Irish that came over early in the Appalachian Mountains that yeah. lived off of nothing, that were just poor, and you know their kids were barefoot, and they, but they were happy, and that's what they knew to to an extent, you know. I mean, right. they they had they felt like they had what they needed to an extent. Yeah. I mean, I I really feel like that. We. We look at people like, oh, poor them, poor everyone, poor... It's like, this is life. It's poor all of us, man. We all end up in the same place, you know? Yeah. There, No one has the answer. Right. I don't believe you if you tell me that. Yeah. Same thing goes for that guy David, like that guy David that was in Waco. If he told me that, I'd be like, I don't really believe you, dude. Same thing with the state, right. you know? And so that's why I'm saying, but, you know, is there a purpose for the state? Absolutely there is. Right. You know, there is, is there a place for someone like David to be able to have people that come into a community with him if he convinces them to do so with like willingly? Yep. Absolutely there is, yep. you know, and that's Can the they point. have a basement full of fully automatic machine guns? And hand grenades? Absolutely they can. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Second Amendment, I, I mean, hey, look, here's the question I have to ask you. 
How libertarian are you? Exactly. How libertarian are you, man? <laughs> it just Come depends. On. That's what I was yeah. asking everyone. They're like, so dude, uh, uh, how do you want your pizza cooked? They'd be like, well, it just depends. Yeah. How libertarian are you? Like, what right. are you talking about, man? No. No, uh, man. <laughs> are you one of those Second Amendment butt people? <laughs> yeah. 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 I saw this meme, man. It made me crack up, dude. It was like uh, uh, it was somebody was saying, like, I support the Second Amendment, but, you know, and this cartoon like ass pops up you know it's like I'm the second amendment but it's like sounds like you're about to say something stupid <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I will also say something about if you live in the woods in Alaska or in Idaho or in Texas yep. and you live out in the woods let me tell you something if you have experience with this definitely have some arms okay oh, yeah. because like nature does not care about yeah. your feelings or whether or not like it is definitely to the human benefit having a rifle or handgun or both you know yeah. of any sort uh, definitely notches you up the food chain oh, a yeah. couple of steps do you know no, what I mean no, especially if you want to go on walks out in the woods or you want to go out and do anything or eat game that you know, like I mean yep like, weapons are definitely... I know people laugh at that when they say that. I'm not saying that's the only thing they're intended for, but people who live out in the country who, who like to hunt their meat, but also, like... Right. I mean, you know, if uh, if animals are eating your chickens, that's how you get your eggs, yep. you know, then you need you need something to help you out with that, dude. That's got to stop. You know right. what I mean? you got to do something about this. Yep. You, can, you can trap them. Sometimes they come back, you know. And, uh... But shit, no, you know yeah. what I mean. And I mean, I, I mean, I believe that every American, you know, should uh, at least. Well, I don't think it should be like mandatory to own a gun or something like that. But I, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, I think that every American should should be armed. You know, and I mean, it's a, it's an essential right. And if there's one thing that the state has proven over the years, it's that they're not really there to protect you. You know, you're there to protect you. Yeah, you know, and yeah. that was also a man. You know that, that that's that comes along with this thing called freedom. You know, if you want to be free, nobody's going to protect you. You know, you're yeah. you're a uh, free individual, and usually the police, oh, if you're truly in danger, if somebody's actually trying to kill you or something like that, the police are going to arrive in time to put your you know to draw your. Uh, your body line on the floor, you know. I, yeah. I mean that that you know. I agree. It's your job to protect yourself. I do agree not, with you. Not even when you're out in the wilderness, just from from life in general, you know. Yes. There's, there's well, that's the other side of that. People yeah. on this planet, and some of them are prone to be violent individuals who are out to hurt other people and and take their things and take their lives, even and you know. You don't have to be in the woods to encounter someone like that. That's for sure. Yeah. In fact, in fact, the further away from the woods you are, the more likely you probably are to yeah. encounter someone like yeah, that. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I was kind of giving another perspective. Like, yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah. Man. Totally agree with you. No, that's a whole not. That is another reason to definitely consider like being educated and owning firearms. It is. Yeah. It is most definitely a valuable thing. It's something people should hold close. And not let go of it is it is not something to play around with. Like right. just leave that one alone, yeah. you know. Especially when you have a government that creates. I mean, look at look at their armament. Look at their arsenal. You know, it's a it's a big one. So you can't you're gonna sit there and tell your citizens now not to be armed when that's one of their amendments. First of all, second of all, yeah. you are armed at the yeah. at the most the you can most be armed. armed. Yeah, yeah. So no doubt about I, it. I think that's a great. That is very true. And nothing should be mandatory in this country. Nothing should be mandatory. Vaccinations included. They should not be mandatory. Wearing a face mask should not be mandatory. And, and I, I, I saw someone had said, like, made a comment of something like, uh, you know, these people breathe their nasty germs and say, you know, they're not going to wear a mask still after not being vaccinated. And it's like, you're sitting here criticizing people who don't want to wear a face mask because maybe because of their religion, who cares if that's what because of their religion? That's their that's their prerogative. Again, right. they don't see shit in your eyes. Yeah, they think of something's bigger than you. Don't you yeah. understand that? Like that, it, it's so easy to see to me. It's like they don't care what you say. 
Yep. And they don't have to in that regard because they just don't have to. Right. It's, it's it's not your job to play that to play that role. Secondly is who created this? That's where your energy should be. Yep. Not at these people who are saying, "Hey, it makes me feel uncomfortable to put a face mask over my face and and my kids. I don't think that's good. I don't think that's a solution." And I definitely don't want to get poked with this thing that I know nothing about. And and you're going to attack those people that have that curiosity rather than or those questions rather than or concerns, whatever they are, right. rather than the people who actually are really responsible for this. No one even knows. They're just going to go in the dark, you know, just like the ATF and the and and the uh, FBI did in those two situations. Yep. You know, going but, in the dark. No doubt, man. Without anything happening, you know, just yep. bye, you know. For sure. You know. Okay, so, so well, uh, do you have something else you want to add to that? No, I think we covered that one pretty okay. well, man. Yeah, well, uh, the other thing is we could do the movie of the week. Oh yeah, it. the movie of the week, man. So I did watch the Reef. I didn't watch the. Uh, I didn't watch. Oh, you did Gettysburg watch the Reef. Yet, but I did watch yeah. the Reef with my kids. That's actually pretty good, man. Yeah. Yeah, I oh, actually you did it like with it. your kids, huh? Yeah, oh, they have nightmares of sharks now. No, man. actually, well, the older kids. Yeah. The older two, they yeah. were actually able to handle. It. They've seen like you know, I would compare it to like Jurassic Park and Jaws to some extent. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not completely uncomparable. They're ready for that, you know. They've even seen Pirates of the Caribbean or Caribbean, yeah. whatever it is. Uh, right. Yeah, I don't even really have one yet, man. I'll think about this. Well, why not? I, I watched one, uh, this one, just uh, yesterday, actually. Uh, and I've always been into, uh, like, the Paleolithic era, you know, uh, cavemen, if you want to call them that, you uh-huh. know, the early man. And uh, one movie that I have that's a really good one, it's called Alpha. Have you seen that one? No, I thought no. you were going to go with Encino, man. Oh, man. <laughs> that was number two, man. That was the <laughs> no. well, Is it called again Alpha? Alpha, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a good one, man. It, uh, it's about, I guess it's supposed to be about like the first guy who domesticated a dog. You know, he, he uh, injures this wolf pack, gets after him, and he stabs one of the wolves and nurses it back to health. And... Uh, of course, him and the wolf become friends, and it's supposed to be like, you know, the first story of yeah. domesticating dogs. I think it takes place, it's set in Europe like 20,000 years ago or something like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, it's in the Ice Age, there's all sorts of megafauna they show through the movie. The graphics are, are pretty good, you know? Uh, as good as you can expect, I guess, the CGI to be, but... uh but yeah, no, you know, I don't want to give away too many spoilers for it, but I think it was a, I think it was a pretty decent movie. Yeah, yeah, that definitely sounds like a cool thing. I like yeah. that concept for sure. Yeah. Oh man, dude, I'm gonna, th- I, I gotta think oh, he's about looking this. Looking at the wall, I know yeah, there's I so many choices. Yeah, there's a lot so of choices. I try to, and I try to, like, it brings me back to ones, you know, that maybe I remember too. Right. But I'm also thinking I've been throwing some '90s and stuff out. I wanted to maybe do something like a little bit newer. That I had seen a little bit more recently, or uh, you know, I'll tell you one. What was that one with uh, with uh, Seth Rogen's the guy that Seth Rogen does a lot of movies with uh, James, James Franco, Franco yeah. where he gets his arms stuck in Utah. Oh, 127 yeah, hours. Yeah, is that it? That's a that, great movie. That man. one, man. Yeah. That is a good one. Yeah. My wife and I saw that together, dude. I was on. I was like, for real. But see, that's kind of like the reef to me. One reason I think I like those is even if they're just based off of a true story, it kind of adds a whole nother dynamic. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that is the same way. It's like, dude, you're just like, you know, yeah. like you're feeling, you're in this guy's shoes, man. Yeah. You're really well, in Well, especially guy's shoes. like, I know you do a lot of hiking. Yeah. I do a lot of hiking. That's a I real. I tell you what, I used to go hike up at White Bluff a lot. And there's this cave oh, yeah. on White Bluff. I That's mean, when basically we say cave, just a, I was gonna it's say. not even really a cave. It's just a crack yeah. in the in the side of this cliff, and you walk up in there, and I mean, you shine a light up there, but you you just got big old boulders that are just wedged in this rock face above you. you just know? waiting for another and, rain. Dude, I, I remember when I first saw that movie. The the you know I I, I hike White Bluff pretty pretty uh, frequently, and the next time I went up to that cave, I was like. Man, you know, like you said, it puts you in a whole different kind of like mindset, you know. Yeah. But you know, it, when you when you walk out into that kind of, you know, into the wilderness or the woods or wherever, you know, off into some rough terrain, 
we're just humans, you know, we're just pink bags of flesh. That kind of stuff can yeah. happen, you know, and I mean, uh, we're in our element a bit more on land, but like, you want to talk about a movie like The Reef, you know, when you step foot in the ocean. Oh, God. Well, even that guy I in The mean, Reef, like, I don't want to give too much away, but like, the guy's like, I fish here, dude. Yeah. I've seen what's here. Yeah. I'm not swimming, bro. I'm staying here. Oh, the guy yeah. who stays on yeah. the boat. Yeah. The guy who yeah. stays on the boat. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? He's like, nah. You know what I'm saying? And that's exactly right. It's like, uh, you know, I mean, it's like, shh. Yeah. No, you, the second you are in the ocean, you're no longer top of the food chain. Even if you got a gun, yeah. <laughs> you're not. You're still not. Yeah, top I mean, of the I mean, you still probably. I mean, you take like a spear gun, like yeah. that. That would definitely benefit you to some yeah. extent. I'm not saying it's going to be the difference because you have like dehydration and yeah. all this stuff too. It's not your element, but at the same time, it, it's a way better situation right. to have that. And I'll tell you, on land, it's the same way. It, you're definitely better to be armed with something, even yeah. if it is like. I mean, humans. Someone, a, a human who effectively practices, can chunk a sharp rock. And do some major damage to something, you know, like right. I'm, I, I see people laugh at that. It's like animals can't do that unless it's a monkey. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean that's a, that's an advantage you do have, you know, right. if you have to, you know, if if it came to it, that's better than nothing. But yeah. but one thing you do have to understand, like you said, some people like to jump out of airplanes. Some people like to go free diving in the ocean, go spear fishing down at the reef. It's an adrenaline rush for them. Yes, why do they do that? They just it's what they do. They yep. risk it because, you know, some people like to go on roller coasters and get their adrenaline. Some people like to go on long hikes in places that other people just don't go, very remote places. Yep. And it's a real, just like that movie teaches you, it's a real threat. And you think, oh, this is just paradise out here. No. Yep. It's life or death. Yeah. You're a part of something that is beautiful. Yep. And vicious, all in one. You yep. know what I mean? And and it, that's I that's my adrenaline. Right. I love going hiking. And by the way, let's just talk about it now, as man. Yeah. We should just do Guadalupe Peak. I'm down for it, dude. Because it's it's a day we get there in nine hours, so we could drive there, do it, drive back. So it's a weekend. It's yeah. a long weekend. You right. know what I'm saying? Basically. I mean, we could really, you know, it's a, it's a it's a half a day drive, sleep in the tent, get up, climb the highest peak in Texas, climb back down, yeah. sleep in the tent, drive back the next day and be home. Right. You know what um, I mean? Yeah. I'd be down for it. And that could be the first one, maybe then later on next year, ne next time we do something like that, maybe we go up to northern New Mexico yeah. and pick one of those, whether right. it's Wheeler or Truchas or, or Santa Fe or Pecos Baldy. Right. And do one of the bigger mountains, you know, especially as the boy, your your kids get older and, and what would be interested in doing that. Yeah. Daniel, maybe specifically, I don't know if oh, yeah. he's into hiking too, but uh, my son, my oldest son, and I know for sure, uh, you know, some of my kids would do it eventually as they get older. But right, we should definitely start with the one highest peak in Texas. Yeah. You know, doing this show, we should just. We should do it. We you should know? do an episode from the top. We could of the highest. We could. Peak It'd be windy, but if we found like some type of a windbreak, you know, yeah, right. we definitely take some pictures. And once we get like more website stuff going, eventually, like we'll have it in our database to post it. Right. Of when we did go, anyways, you know, yeah. because I do think it is, and we can talk about it on on here. We can have an episode about it where we just talk about right. that part. Nothing else. No politics. No nothing else. No opinion. Yeah. Just, well, our opinion on that part, maybe. Right. That's it. You know, and going there. That'd be I cool. think that'd be fun. We should do it. We should plan to do it, man. For real. As soon as we can. It, it'd be... We're staying in a tent in a park, man. We could buy sandwiches and just rough it. Right. You know, eat beans and rice, man. <laughs> yeah. For little real. Guy, little guy. What's up? Hey, How you doing, man? Oh, what's up? There's Damn, Kevin. he's coming right as we're ending, man. I feel man. bad, dude. Right. Right. Are closing out? Damn, yeah, we are. No. We can still hang out, man. It's yeah, good. for sure. You want to say bye, man? You want to say bye, Kevin? No, hold, Take on, us hold, up. hold on. We'll, we'll give Kevin. <laughs> okay, yeah. Kevin's got to oh. do. Oh, the. Uh, we just got done doing the uh, movie of the week. Oh, yeah. You, cool. you seen any good movies this week? Oh. Or can you just think of a good movie that you think people would be like interested in? Good movie. Goddamn. 310 to Yuma. Ah. 310 to Yuma. Good western. Yeah. That's a good one. Great western right there, man. You like the westerns? Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah, me yeah. too, man. John I do Wayne. too. 
Pilgrim. Yeah. Oh, do you you watch the original one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not the re, not the new remake. Well, I've seen the remake. The yeah. remake was a good one. The dude. remake. I thought you. I thought you were talking about the remake. Yeah, you saw the the old John Wayne one. Yep. Everything's gonna have yeah. a remake before before it's all said oh, and done. Oh yeah, dude. It's all remade, it's even all the economy. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, really. When it comes to like those old John Wayne movies, like True Grit, great John Wayne movie, but I saw the remake with Jeff Bridges. That was good. It's pretty dang good. I like it. You know, and, and a, a lot that of those, good. a lot of those old westerns, as good as they are for their time period, they're absolute classic, golden. You know, they're awesome. But a lot of them, the quality, you know, of like you know westerns and stuff back then, and the acting and stuff. I don't really mind if they want to remake something like that, you know, at, at this point. You know, they could they could make that a way better movie. They need to redo the Zoros, man. Oh, yeah. That, Zorro, that, that would yeah. actually maybe be one, you know. That's one. Like the, when when the was series. the last Zoro movie made, man? Um, I know that... I think Antonio Banderas. Anto- yep, I was yeah. going to say Antonio Banderas that, for oh, sure. So they, have, so they haven't revamped Zoro since Antonio I don't Antonio think so. Banderas Not that I've day. seen. Not that yeah. I guess worse being seen, you know. Huh. It'd be, I'm, a, it, I'm it, a Zoro it, fan, dude. I used to watch the black and white No, I know. Zoro's yeah. a good one. I agree. That's one that hasn't been tapped into. See, Batman's yeah. been... Oh, it's just, been I mean, played out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what a whore. You know? <laughs> I mean, it'll just go to any director. Uh, <laughs> that one's been played, man. Zoro is a good one, actually. That is like one they could definitely revisit. I thought you were about to go with Jaws, The yeah, Revenge. Jaws. It's oh, like, here no. we go. <laughs> no, I don't think they'll revenge. In fact, uh, Steven Spielberg, actually, I was reading up on this just because I wanted to see if they were going to make a Jaws remake. And Spielberg, I believe his exact quote was, absolutely not. Yeah. When it came to making yeah. a Jaws remake, it's yeah. not. It, as long as Spielberg is alive, it's it's not gonna happen. But uh, that's probably but, a good. Know. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah probably. Even no, it will the, happen eventually. There's no doubt. Even about with it. all the technology, I don't think that like. I mean, it's a badass movie. Don't we? Oh, yeah, yeah, for the time period, it was great. Yeah. yeah, but you and we went over this last week as he had told me about a movie called The Reef. Have you ever seen that? No. That actually no. was a pretty good shark movie, man. It was like, and it's not like, it's no remake of Jaws or anything. No. It's its whole own thing, but kind of relived that kind of scary situation yeah. of like Y'all the ever ocean. seen the one with Leonardo DiCaprio finds an island Titanic? with a like, growing bud on it? No, The Beach. Oh, oh yeah. That's the what beach. I thought of whenever That's you said a great the one. Yeah. That's a there great one. There was a shark attack in that. There, yep, there is a shark attack Dude, you say Leo, one, yeah. I say Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit. That's it, you know? Jack. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. No, the beach was a great one, dude. That was that a good one. one was, man. I mean, that was a really cool one. They can. Uh, he they kills that, that shark. Yeah, it's you know it that, with the he's knife. Like that was yeah. a baby shark. Yeah. What would you have done if that was the mo- you know? It's like yep. take it easy, bro. God dang. But I mean, if I'm not gonna lie, that little island cult that he came across. Yeah. That was a little legit. bit like Waco. A little bit like, a little bit like Waco. <laughs> yeah, right. They should have stormed that island yeah, with the yeah. ATS. The shark tried. The yeah. shark tried. <laughs> no. Oh, damn, man. Though, man. <laughs> well, we'll sign off for tonight. We're going to go hang out and talk. All right. Later, See y'all. Ya. Bye-bye. We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.